Grace, mercy, and peace be yours from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ, you have made it out under the threat of snow and sleet and ice. You are the frozen chosen. And it's no better place to be on the Lord's day than in the Lord's house. In fact, on the Lord's day and in the Lord's house is where we find Jesus today. At the synagogue in Capernaum on the Sabbath. For the Jews, the Sabbath, the day of worship, was Saturday. They would gather, and they would hear God's word read. They would sing psalms. They would confess their creed that the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And then a visiting rabbi or the local rabbi would stand up and would teach. But this day in Capernaum, a teaching like no other a teaching that brings about the epiphany, the revelation, the making known of Jesus and his authority. So there on the Lord's day is Jesus in church, hearing God's word and being changed by it. Some things never change. Here you are today in the Lord's house on the Lord's day, hearing the Lord's word, and you are being set free. You're being set free like that man who was there who had an unclean spirit, and by a word of Christ, he was set free. Why do you go to church? Why today, this morning, perhaps in particular when the weather is worst, do you make the effort to come and hear God's word? Well, today's text, Jesus gives you the answer. You arrive at church and someone is already here. Depending on when you arrive, yes, your, the ushers are here, the elder is here, your pastor is here, the organist is here, but the one who is here for you to bring you the gifts of God is Jesus. And he is busy on any given Sunday morning in the divine service. He has gifts to give, and he gives with both hands. He speaks, he does, and he gives. And he is the one who teaches. Today, the divine service comes as a teaching. You hear God's word. We begin with the confession of our sins and the forgiveness of those sins. The praising of God and glory to God in the highest. You hear his word. And the word sets you free from your unclean spirit. Now in this enlightened age, of course, claiming demon possession might relegate you to the rubble pile of, of madness and can you be serious? But no, our, our battle really is against not just flesh and blood, but against the, the powers of darkness in the spiritual places. But we don't have to look very far to find our unclean spirit because we know that we are by nature unclean. The unclean spirit against which we war and battle is our own sinful flesh. Satan tempts us and the old Adam, the old Eve, that old sinful nature 
loves to have loves to have the opportunity, the excuse and the reasons. The devil made me do it, right? Well, repent. Because you have done it. And Jesus, he comes to tell you repent and he comes to tell you you are free. And he does so as one who has the authority to do so. When Jesus stands up and he teaches, he does not simply talk about the word of God. He is the very word of God made flesh. And they are amazed at his teaching. He blows them away. What is this teaching and with authority? He doesn't claim the the teachings of one who has come before him. He speaks on his own authority. And even when he goes and he casts out that demon, he does not do it in anyone's name. He simply does it. Be silent and come out of him. Yes, Jesus has the authority. He is authorized. As he has said in Matthew 28, the familiar words before his ascension, he says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go, make disciples, baptizing and teaching. And so he has, and so we do. All authority has been given to Jesus, and he shows that authority over evil spirits today, over sicknesses, over trials and and temptations throughout his ministry. And you know what? His work continues even today. Even now. All authority in heaven on earth, that's Jesus. He's the all authority in heaven on earth preacher, teacher, Jesus. The time has come. Believe in Jesus. Repent and believe the gospel that he proclaims. The rabbis of that day could never make such a claim. Only Jesus could say, repent and believe in the gospel that I am preaching. That I truly am for you. Jesus has come as God in the flesh to do the salvation job for the entire world and for you. He is God's reign on earth. He is the king and he is the kingdom. No savior other than him. And when they hear these words, they are amazed. Have we heard these words so often? Have they become so familiar? Have we lost the amazement and the awe-striking power that Jesus says you truly are forgiven? Well, how amazing is it that you are forgiven? It's as amazing as if an evil spirit would be cast out with a word. Jesus preaches, Jesus teaches, but hang on. Not so fast. There is an oppressive spirit in the midst as Jesus teaches. So your sinful nature, just like this evil spirit, can't handle the gospel being preached. He interrupts. He stands up. What do you have to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? We know who you are. You are the Holy One of God. The confession of who Jesus truly is first comes in the Gospel of Mark from the lips of an unclean spirit. They know who Jesus is. 
It's an epiphany. It's a revelation. We hear who Jesus truly is. He's not just a visiting rabbi who has great authority. He is the very Holy One of God. And yes, he has come to destroy the reign of Satan. We learn who this amazing Jesus is and what he has come to do. We hear it from the demons. Have you come to destroy us? You bet we have. So it is a good thing you've come to church today. It's a good thing that you're here in God's house because now you know why Jesus came and you know why you are here to hear the liberating word of Jesus that casts out your unclean spirit and sets you free in forgiveness. That demon may have let the cat out of the bag that Jesus is the Messiah, He may have let it out of the bag, but Jesus' teaching is not the end of his work. He teaches and he sets free. Yes, indeed, he has come to destroy the reign of Satan, and that takes place on the cross. The amazing Jesus hangs there with his authority and dies. Dies for all sin, yours and mine dies to answer the question, have you come to destroy us? Our adversary, the devil, has brought sin and damnation to the world by a tree in the garden, but by the tree of the cross, Jesus has brought life and forgiveness to all who believe in him. Holy One, God, Jesus, have you come to destroy us? Absolutely. On Good Friday, he has destroyed the reign of Satan. He has destroyed your sinful nature. Drowned in the waters of baptism, you are buried with Christ and you will rise with Christ. Right there in church, Jesus shows what he has come to do and what he accomplishes by his authority and by his word. Friends in Christ, this preaching and this teaching happens still today. The word of God comes to you, not because it's a word that I have to share with you, to entertain you, to make you feel good, to make you live a better day and a better life. No. I preach to you God's word. Nothing I will say will be anything different than what God has already said. Because that word, his word, is the one that has authority. His word of forgiveness and life and salvation, yes, sets you free. This is what's happened to you when you come to church. That we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The same words that you began your life in Christ in baptism with. Buried with Christ in baptism into death. Satan is put to flight with the mighty word of forgiveness and that water. The triune name is put on you in the invocation, in the absolution. The sign of the cross is yours each and every day. You have received an exorcism because you have been set free from your sin. The reign of Jesus now has come into your life. Yes, Jesus has come to destroy your old sinful nature and you no longer belong to the evil one. He's been given the boot. He's lost the game. The Holy One of God has given you instead His Spirit. 
Depart, unclean spirit. Make way for the Holy Spirit. That is why you come to God's house on God's day to hear God's word and by his authority be set free. The Holy One of God has given you his spirit. And in that spirit you drink in the supper. You receive Christ's body and blood. You receive his word and his grace in the Holy of Holies with these gifts. And now your Lord is not a Lord, a prince of this world, but your Lord is Jesus. And he lords his death and resurrection over you and gives it to you. You are forgiven and that means that you are clean. And salvation, that is yours. Listen carefully to the words that you hear in God's house. Listen carefully at the altar in a few minutes. Listen to his words. Hear the words that he has for you, given and shed for you for the forgiveness of all your sins. Christ truly present. Christ in his word. Christ setting you free. Aren't you glad you came to church today? Because Christ is here with his gifts and for you. Christ brings you his word, feeds you with himself, silences Satan, exercises your demons. And yes, he even sends a servant who by his authority declares to you, you're forgiven of all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And the peace which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.